This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host today, Super Big and Brian, and excuse my scratchy voice. Um, I went on a giant hike, um, and I am recovering from that. Apparently, um, I why am would joined... that do? Why would hiking do anything to your voice? That doesn't make sense. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> sleep different, <laughs> sore. Okay, whatever. Uh, I mean, just it's probably that out. just because I was tired, so I slept in a little bit this morning. So I'm more recently awake than I normally am when I've been on the show. So I probably still have cavern chest. No, it's fine. I get it. I'm just, I'm just blaming a hike for your voice being scratched. It sounds. Uh... <laughs> I think that's the reason. I, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, it might be sleep related, but the sleep is related to the hike. Well, I mean, I mean, you take a nerd out of his element and put him outside. Things are about to happen. He needs no introduction. It's David <laughs> Theobald the third. Hi, everybody. Um, so I, um, so we're we're doing um, we're it's doing just, a casual discussion. Yeah, it's just you and me today. Um, the original topic was computers and technology. I mean, there's no reason we can't still wax poetic about computers and technology. I think we both use computers and technology, so we're going to be able to talk about all sorts of cool stuff. Is that what this box is I have to turn on every day? That was no, joke. that's your pacemaker. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> that went a direction I was not expecting. It, it would be funny if you really had one, then I'd feel bad. <laughs> Right. It's like, no, that's my Jeez. insulin pump, Brian. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> no, Brian, that's my colostomy bag. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't point it out. <sighs> that was that was the banter part of our show. And now we move on to um, talking about topic. But first, uh, first, we get to play What's Dirty With You, the duo edition. <laughs> Where we take it in turn to talk about the things, the dirty things we've done the last couple of weeks, and then we uh, we don't really vote because there's only two of us. We just kind of decide who is nerdier. The you know it's funny. It's like my voice is scratchy, but my wit is not turned off. <laughs> oh man, That's I feel scary. like I did on the first episode of the show. <laughs> 
Uh, well, how did you feel on the first episode of the show? I was but a listener back then. Um, I was really nervous. So I was just quiet while Mikey and, and uh, um, Anthony talked. And I found that that made it really easy to kick in really smart ass things. <laughs> so I ended up being the snarky guy in the background instead of. Yeah. And then I ended up having to host. So I didn't get to do that. I had to be more in control of the show. I miss being the snarky guy in the background. And I did it when when Mikey came and took over and I was just sitting there going, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we need to start cranking out those Mikey clones again and before we can uh, get you back to your uh your uh your 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 duty your Johnny Carson and not Johnny who is the hype man? I can't remember his name. Um Ed McMahon. That's the one. Yeah. Hey oh hey oh Oh, that was a better impression than mine. I've had some practice. So, as I am the host today. Oh, right. Well, I've, done, to I've, I've done quite a few dirty things the last couple of weeks. The dirtiest would have to be I'm trying to teach myself the Major General song from the Pirates of Penzance. That's awesome. Just because it's a challenge. Like, I've got most of the first verse down, but it's it's hard. <laughs> it's funny. I've thought of doing that before. I've actually thought of doing that before. <laughs> no real I've, reason. I was just like, you know, I've always wanted to do this, so I'm just going to start. <laughs> I tried to learn the the um, the fast. The, it, it's similar. It's Gilbert and Sullivan style song from mm-hmm. um, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. Oh, oh, um, um, yeah, it disappears more of a little bit at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know all the words. I don't know it's that one. You showed me, it's a brand new day. You showed me the light. Yeah, it's a brand new day in the sun is yeah. high. All the birds are singing because you're going to die. Have you seen the interview with Neil Patrick Harris where he talked about learning it? I have. Oh, uh, no. at the gym on the treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> oh man although i do think one of my favorite ways to watch uh dr horrible's long blog is on the dvd they they did a uh they did a a commentary track called commentary the musical where it is an entirely new musical I done o- done over the I original musical the playing D- in the background I, I remember you had told me about that i need to it's dig the big... dvd up because i did not know that yeah it's it's amazing you might be able to find it online somewhere just you know look for a, a dr horrible sing-along blog review the musical <laughs> that's what it's actually called on the dvd menu it's great well but okay, yeah that, that was your first one yeah that the, that one um I think some friends of mine, well, unfortunately, one of my myriad of D&D games stagnated to the point where I don't think it's going to continue. Uh, the, the GM has decided that he uh, does not really want to GM all that much. So, I mean, I can't blame him. It's it's harder than a lot of people realize when they go, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> um, this is uh, so so this is a segment of the show that I'm going to call confuse the people that are only listening to the podcast. So one of my nerdy things that I did is I got this and I've been digging into it Ooh. for those that, that are listening is that I'm first holding, or second i can't i'm holding up a copy of the pathfinder second edition mwangi expanse ah, very nice um they didn't do a first step oh okay i thought there was an i thought there, there was, was a sir gava book okay i, was, I, I, I could have sworn there was a book that detailed the mwangi expanse um i'll give a quick review things i like about it a lot it's the first campaign book i've ever written I, i've ever read 
that is written from the denizen's perspective. It's written from the perspective of someone who lives there. Have you read a lot of the fifth ed source books? No. Okay, because some of the fifth ed source books are written like that. Um, it, it's the new initiative because yeah. they don't want to write locales as exotic other places that you go and yeah. kill things. So, no, but yeah, like um um. Uh, uh, the guide to everything. I can't remember his name. Um, Zadlar. Zadlar's guide to everything and all that stuff. It's written from the perspective of the person whose name is on the book. Like, One uh, thing more, I like about it is they written. well, they focused on making it um, so it's not a dangerous dark continent that you go to. It's right. it's a place where people live, and they they were really trying to be um, you know treat places like Africa with respect rather than as a Uga Booga land, which right. would have been bad. And they didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, you guys step off the boat and all of a sudden in the background noise, just in the din, you hear Uga Chaka. Yeah, Uga, that's Uga, not Uga, okay. Chaka, Uga, well, yeah, well, it's it's only okay if uh, <laughs> hooked on a fit follows. Yeah, the guy, the then, guy meeting you at the dock is... Uh, and then Star-Lord and the cast of Milano come out. <laughs> then it would be fine. Or if a bunch of guys in black <laughs> that are named after colors come out. Uh, that's, that's good. That's good. But if it's... it, Yeah, but... Not if it's racist. It's not okay. Um, they they added Moangi ethnicities for um, okay. the different metahuman races. Oh, and they have a um, orc race that's actually respected by most people who live on the continent because they're demon hunters. Interesting. Yeah. They're trying to get away from some races are just evil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, they're trying to get away from calling them races at all. Yeah. They're ancestries now. Yeah. The it, it's still hard to not go back to 3.5 terminology. It's not very woke of you, sir. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know I'm kidding. <laughs> I shaved my head to be more like Joe Rogan. I noticed. Now I shaved my head because it's summer. Yeah. I shaved my head because it's 8.12 in the morning and it's already 79.7 degrees in this room. <laughs> um, <clears throat> 21 degrees Celsius in here. I don't know what the conversion is. The I think that's 70 uses Celsius in this country. Come on. Uh, my uh, my um, lamp on my desk is set to Celsius. I know we've got fans in Europe. But I should have brought that up at the end of the show because I could at the end of What's Nerdy With You because then I could have been like, my, my electronic lamp on my desk is set to Celsius. Speaking of electronics. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't know why it's so hot, but the, that's that's the temperature in my room currently. <laughs> you live in uh, California. It's bad. <laughs> I'm yep. from there. At least you don't live where I used to. True. It could be worse. I could live further from the ocean, which would make it exponentially hotter. Also, you're not allowed to make left turns there. It's, it makes it very Wait, difficult to pull out of parking lots. You're not? It's There are bumper stickers that says, Hammock, California, the land of no left turns. Oh, they, shit. They have see, the right one time only. I, see, the one time, I, a couple times I went to Mikey's house, I should not have turned left then. Cause <laughs> I had to make, I had to make a few of them. It's only coming out of parking lots. Like most streets oh. you can. But oh, you're not allowed to make left out of parking lots. Okay, that makes sense. On the main drag, which is the 74, yeah. they put partitions in. So now Yeah, really it's a divided can. road. So But before it was just no left turn signs everywhere. 
Um, okay. Neat. People really hate the partitions, especially emergency <laughs> services. Because yeah. oh. now the back roads are just clogged with um, fire engines because they can't they can't go on a road with partitions. Oof. Okay. Interesting. Can't risk getting stuck. Um, anything else nerdy these past couple weeks? Um, you said you did a few. Well, I did a bunch of little stuff. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I've got a one D and D game that's ending. I think I'm going to be taking up the mantle as GM to start yet another D and D campaign with a different group of people. <laughs> so that'll be number. I'll be back up to five active campaigns during the week. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> so Erica uh, was here for a week. Yeah, yeah. How'd that go? I can talk about some of the stuff we did. Um, Man, it sounded like you guys. It looked like you guys were having fun on the updates and things I saw. Well, when they first got here, we went to Seattle for the weekend. Nice. Nerdy things we did. Um, we went to karaoke, and it was both karaoke, like Japanese style. Nice. Um, Those are the fun. That's the fun way to do it. But I'd never been to one like this before. I mean, they had a full mm. bar and they they had drink service in the booths. Right. The one I went to before, you had to go to the liquor store and bring a cooler. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. They, um, I don't remember where we were. It was somewhere near where Anthony is. Mm. We met them out there and went to karaoke. Damn. I wish I could have gone up there. To, I, I honestly wish I could have gone up there to, to hang out with you guys. At least I for... think that was before you ever went on the show. Uh, well, No, no. I meant when you were in oh, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. You were welcome. Oh, yeah. Second nerdy thing. We had lunch with Jason Tondro. Yes. How'd that go? Oh, that was cool. I bet. That was really he's, he's cool. He's an awesome guy. Um, so you know, I'm on um I'm on Weight Watchers and I've been on it for two years now. Mm-hmm. And um on the day we met with Jason, we decided to do a cheat day for the first time. Cheat and I day. had so I get 23 points a day, and yeah. I had 78 that day. Holy shit. So we met him at a place called Capital Cider. Okay. And he ordered fried cheese curds for the table. Ooh. And Yum. then um, we'd already planned on doing it. So I knew that this was going to happen. And then we did, um, um, fr- it was a, it's a hundred percent gluten-free restaurant. I, I will tell you that okay. off the bat. Very cool. You're going to be like, how did you eat these things? Um, we had um, fried calamari. Okay. And then I had a fish sandwich and French fries. I know that sounds like a really normal sized meal, but that's a big deal for me. <laughs> Fair enough. And um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But then for dinner that day, I had a whole calzone, which was a 10 inch piece of folded over. Damn. I mean, I'm I'm fat and eat a lot of food, and that's a lot of food. It was a big cheat day. It was a big cheat. I mean, and then we had drinks that night. I mean, it was um, other nerdy things. Um, We went to a speakeasy. Oh, very cool. With like a hidden entrance in the in an alley with a dude that that helps people find it. Mm. Like it had a fixer. That's 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 funny. Um, and it it was cool. It was called Bathtub Gin. Um, GPS led us to a sign that told us where to find it. Nice. Uh, it was like bathtub. Go, going for the whole mystique. That's awesome. There's this little golden plaque next to an apartment building, and it says mm-hmm. Bathtub Gin Alley and Back. I love it. And we went in, and it was this tiny. And when you go in upstairs, is this tiny bar that's just cranked full of people. Mm-hmm. And then downstairs, I don't know how they stayed open during the pandemic. Now that restrictions are open, we were able to go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, And then downstairs, they had like a little bit more space with tables and then a private room that I guess people could book that had a T 
TV in it. Neat. Um, I had a gin fizz for the first time because they had gluten-free gin. I didn't realize that was a thing. Okay. Most gin is grain alcohol. And, and I don't know. I don't, I don't drink gin, so I couldn't tell you. But. Oh, it was really good. It, it Well, a gin fizz is a drink. It's a shaken drink that has an egg white in it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It was good. It was foamy. It yeah, was the, really the egg white gives it froth. Yeah. And um, I had a tequila drink that I can't remember the name of, but it had chili powder on the rim of the glass. Kinky. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was that was fun. Um, we stayed at the Hyatt at Eight Olive. And I think those were really nerdy things we did. We did some Pike Place. We we watched them throw the fish. Nice. We went to the gum wall. Oh, which is God. Really yeah. gross. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. I posted pictures. on. I, I saw. I saw. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's it. When so during the week when they were here, we played Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards of Mount Skullfire. I love that game. Yeah, that was fun. Um, didn't I introduce we you to that game? Or, I remember you I did, brought it. I brought yeah, I brought it to your to going game. away party. Yeah, and I I put it on my my back then. I put it on my Amazon wish list, and then my friend Sandro bought it for me this year for my birthday. That's awesome. Sandro, it's awesome. been sitting there for a while. Shout out to Sandro, you're the man. I want to get the tentacle one. I want to. Oh, the new one, the new one, the, the Kickstarter. There's, there's four of them. Huh. The, I want to get the first Kickstarter. The well, they, there's a Kickstarter going now that they, that they've done. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, but they the art have, style is the same. They have two deck building games in the same universe that it actually matters which wizard you play. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in that too. The um the um the thing I want the reason why I want the second expansion is because after the first game when they fart started adding expansions, mm-hmm. they started adding mechanics to make the decoration in the middle of the table actually do stuff. Oh interesting. So it's not just mountain <laughs> fire sitting in the middle of the table for no reason. Gotcha. They also added like blood sacrifices and stuff. So yeah, there's some there's some more fun mechanics that you can do while trying to kill everybody interesting very very interesting i i only own the basic game so that's, I've, I've only ever played the basic game i'm trying to think if we did anything else nerdy during the week um i mean eric and i drove to the store we we went to cabela's which is kind of nerdy if you're into town and country stuff okay or looking at guns but we ran in there and bought an air mattress oh nice what were you looking at anything particular uh our, our mattress had a leak in it so we had to get one so Fair we enough. just went and got a sort of it it's neat it has this feature in it that um if it loses air during the night it refills itself silently oh nice the silently so, is cool yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you know that's an interesting bit of technology no kidding speaking of technology <laughs> oh man that right there was a segue among segues <laughs> I mean, that was that segue you see rolling around where the guys put those giant off-road tires on it so it could go over uh, more things than the normal segue tires could. So it's really strange that I have never scheduled a computers and technology episode. Right. We've talked about technology of the future, but we've never talked about technology now. I mean, we have technology from the future. And so. I think the reason why <clears throat> is because I'm an IT person at work. <laughs> And I didn't want to, <laughs> and it didn't dawn on me. But I like talking about tech, so it's weird that I never made it. A I get it. You just don't want to talk about work. I, I get it. I, I believe me. If if we were talking about about uh, aerospace stuff, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm I'm good. I think I can miss that episode. <laughs> so, um, rather than go into this in historically, let's do this in nerdy fact fashion. Um, what's okay. your favorite technological thing that you have, that and I, why? That I currently have. Ooh. Uh, 
I mean, as he turns and shows me his headphones. <laughs> no, I was I was half stretching and half looking at the other things that are in my it room. It would have been a really cheeky way of doing it too. Like, <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> it totally was not my intent. Um, if I had to pick one piece of tech, I would definitely have to say my cell phone. But that's uh, that's a fairly standard answer. Another good one would be uh, just my computer in general, because I do everything on this desktop. What do you have? Uh, it's a Frankenbox. I've been adding parts to it for the past 15 years. <laughs> it started out as the first PC I built right out of college. And I've this is like the third case it's had. I've It's a completely different computer than it was 15 years ago, but it's the same computer. <laughs> I've never gotten a whole... I, I, I don't buy pre-built systems. I just buy components and upgrade what I've got. And I only buy pre-built systems. Nah, see? I hate pre-built systems because I can build the exact same specs for about half the cost usually. Oh, that's nice. The last yeah. time I tried to buy a computer, I actually parsed out what I wanted in parts and it cost more than just buying it pre-made. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Not interesting. Okay. Well, you, we might have different specifications for stuff we want because a lot of the gaming computers and things you buy that are that are built for doing beefy tasks. They give you a and... huge discount on the graphics card. Not that's always. usually what happens. Well, I had a... Not always. I, the but, the yeah. last computer I had had a 1080 Ti in it. And it was um, when I tried to find it by itself, it was about the cost of what I paid for the computer. But I also bought the computer on Prime Day. Well, which makes yeah, it okay. Part of it, Cyber Monday, which okay, yeah, that's a big part of it. Yeah, um, sure. If it, you're getting a good deal like that, awesome. But for the most part, pre-built computers are not the deals everyone thinks they are. You are you are paying a convenience fee. <laughs> so here's a question for you: What generation of in what generation of processor do you prefer right now? Uh, you know, that's a very good question. I haven't looked at the latest stuff that came out. Uh, the processor I'm running is I don't remember the name of. It. Hold on, it's been a while since I've looked at these specs. Uh, it's act I'm actually gearing up to do a heart and brain transplant as it's been three or four years. See, I tend to prefer Intel. I, I haven't really looked into AMD that much, but I'm not, I, I've never I, been much of a build my own computer person. I so always really was, I always topic. was Intel until the last time I did it. The Intel chips were just too expensive and the, the AMD chip I got actually for the price point performed better. So it's, I, it's a six core chip. Where is my stupid, oh, I paid something. <laughs> As I'm praising my computer, I'm cursing it out softly under my breath. From what I've seen, Intel tends to benchmark better in more categories, but for the for most users, you're not even going to notice. True. For the average user, it's not that big of a it's not that big of a deal. But I'm not what you'd consider an average user. Oh, why is that? Well, I do a lot of things on my computer that a lot of people don't do. Like I've got a dual, I've got a two screen setup. I'll never go back. Um, I I'm on this thing practically. It's whenever the only time it's not powered on is when I'm not home. <laughs> it's it's on my multitasking team. Like right now, I'm recording video and audio for this podcast on this machine. Uh, when we're done, I'm gonna probably play some wow for a little while and watch a video on my second screen and i i'm 
the average person that that the average person that just has a computer that uses uses the internet and likes to look stuff up on YouTube and watch videos on Facebook and post Twitter and I I do a lot more with it than I'm I consider myself a gamer. So even though the games I play aren't as hardcore as a lot of others. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not you're not you're you're mostly playing WoW, right? No, for the most part, yeah. I also play a bit of uh I, some some of my WoW friends got me back into League of Legends a little bit. <laughs> My my thing is I like to have just what I need to play the games I like. I don't really game a whole lot, but there's a few games that I really like. Like right now I'm waiting for Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous to come out and I'm going to have to get a nice graphics card to be able to play that at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. The But I don't have to get anything crazy. I just oh, have to enough. get something minimal. Unfortunately, there's graphics card shortage right now, so everything's really expensive. Well, there's a couple of reasons for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the big one is Bitcoin mining. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. However, um, a lot of I've seen a lot of uh, uh, second party sellers are selling used video cards from Bit from Bitcoin mines that are done with them. However, the problem is, is you're buying something that's been run really hard. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that meme where it shows a photo of a house covered in snow, but one apartment, all the is, snow is melted? Yeah. And it says 1990 <laughs> cooking <laughs> math, 2021 <laughs> mining Bitcoin. <laughs> Yeah, I see that. It's really good. So that's uh, between the the typhoons and other ecological issues that are causing the plants in in uh, the South Pacific to uh, to shut down and have production issues and supply issues. And between that that slowdown and the fact that as soon as they come out on the market, they're being bought by these people that buy them by the dozens. It's it's hard to get. There's a very serious video card shortage right now, and prices have gone up a lot. You're paying probably double now what you used to for the same quality for the same uh, specifications of cards. Like I've got a 1080 Ti in mind right now. When I'm I bought noticing it, that you use t- terminology that I use. Hmm. Um, people ask me all the time. They go, "What kind of computer should I buy?" And I tell them, "I haven't bought one in a while, so I don't know." Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my first question is, "What do you want to do on it?" Yeah. I mean, I, I, if you I want a game, cost, you need to go to Costco and just stuff. buy something. I mean, yeah. if you're just going on the internet with it, get the cheap, exactly. get, a, get a decent priced one. Yeah. And I. I hate I hate it when someone asks me they're going to buy a computer and I go okay what's your budget and they go yeah, I that, don't that's know that's the next question I go I go what do you want to do on it and how much do you want to spend because there's a that is a very hard question to just answer out of the blue are you building it or are you buying it exactly yeah yeah it's another important question um but yeah uh, so I got my spe- I got my system screen up finally uh, I'm running an AMD uh, FX sixty three hundred six core processor from the it's like I said it's two or three generations old already it's from about four years ago so it's it's about time for a new processor new motherboard new ram all the major I'm, components but i'm running i8s on my desktop and i7 intel i7s on my laptop okay it's a decent laptop this is a decent mm. laptop it's got it's got a geforce 840m in it so, oh wow okay i mean i can play games on it yeah the only the only catch is i have to drag the laptop out of the podcast room mm. or play separated from my wife which we you know if we're oh, gaming we like to game next to each other oh, absolutely um i have a laptop it's something i bought refurbished 
refurbished from a company that refurbishes them for businesses. So it's an old work laptop, but I use it as a PDF reader and an internet thing. It doesn't need performance. <laughs> I'm going to mute real quick while I adjust my microphone. Okay. I just whacked it. So I apologize. Uh, oops. Uh, yeah. So I've got a, yeah, I've got a laptop I use primarily for a, uh, uh, PDF viewer and internet browser. Um, and then, yeah, my, my desktop computer. I, I'm running an AMD FX6300. Uh, you'd be surprised to know I've only got 16 gigs of RAM. <laughs> so I have a um, water-cooled monster desktop, mm. but the graphics card died in it. Oh, um, I was running a 1080 Ti, a GeForce 1080 Ti, and it. Um, I didn't check it before I bought it, but it was set to full overclocking and only last mm. year. Yeah, that's a problem with buying yeah. overclocked cards. I didn't know. I didn't think to check. I Yeah, that was bad. Well, it's one of those things. The numbers look great, and if you're buying it for the performance, sure, but if you're buying it because you want it to last a while, be able to do what you need to do you want something that's going to last longer i came home one day and my fans were screaming and my computer Uh wasn't turning on Mm. it was bad um but it fortunately is an it has integrated graphics so i can still yeah most most uh intel chips come with integrated graphics yeah it's not a problem they're not great but they they get the job done so Uh, i have um i have three laptops i have this asus that i use for the podcast i have an hp pretty decent HP with i7s on it that I used to use for the podcast. It has a um, an AMD graphics card in it, and I can okay. still whip that out for gaming. Um, I got that for a hundred bucks. Very nice. Yeah, that was um, somebody who was trying to liquidate all his assets very quickly. Good way of doing it. Yeah, and um, I have my older older HP that I used to use for the podcast that's just sitting in the closet. I don't know what it. I think it's an i5. Okay. Um, so I want to list off what we use for the podcast real quick. Yeah, sure. So we're, I'm running a blue mic. What, what did we get you? I don't remember. Uh, Fifth nine or five nine? Five five. Yeah, five five. That was it. Yeah, that and they're supposed they're supposedly have better um, filtering than. Um, it's nice. I have yet to have a complaint blue. about it at all. Yeah, I don't even have a pop filter on it. It's literally just the uh, literally just the the the, the, the dust cover. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you might get complaints after just moving it around and touching it, but you know. Fair enough. But I mean, <laughs> uh, I didn't. If you didn't hear anything on it, was it loud on your end? I, I didn't. Uh... No, I, I heard noise, but it wasn't oh, loud. Okay. It didn't blow. I didn't have to take my headphones off. It might have just been because I moved it into the uh, the path of my fan because I've got a fan going because it is hot as balls in here. <laughs> <laughs> I have um I have a Logitech webcam. It's like um a C950. Yeah, I've got a Hexago. It's the 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 one you sent me. Yeah. And then um, I be, I, we bought it for you when the pandemic was still kind of high. It was hard to get a good camera. Mm, um, I have yet to have a problem with it. I bought this camera for 50 bucks and this same model is like 200. I nice. think they've dropped down to 100 now. Mm. Um, oh. But the pandemic made cameras very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my my lighting, I have an LED light pointing at me. Um, it's a strip. I'm not going to mm. move it because it's all set up. Yeah, right, no, I get it. But it's an LED strip. Mm. And I am, every time I mention it, I look at it and then I get spots. Mm. I, am no, I am nowhere near as fancy. My lighting is my two LED bulbs up in the ceiling. <laughs> and, you know, 
you know, David has his has his green screen background where it makes it look like he's in a messy apartment. He's really just sitting in um, he's sitting in a special nerd podcast radio studio. That's just yes, of course, of course, you know, that's how awesome this is. We we have to hide the engineering side of the extra dimensional portal. Um, Stop giving away the secrets, damn it. (laughs) But my background is a privacy screen that I got for seven dollars at a yard sale. Well, I mean, you do have to hide the fact that you're actually in a bus station. <laughs> I'm just imagining this silhouette of two guys blowing each other for crack behind the. <laughs> Not where I thought you were going to go with that, but okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? You just, oh, you just see the the shadows. <laughs> oh man, I did not know, think you were going to take that there. That was like well, I, have, I have I have other station. friends. I have other friends where that's immediately where their mind goes. I didn't think you were going to go that direction so quickly. Oh, <laughs> oh that was well played. That took me. It's the surprise. first thing I think of when I think of oh, bus station. God. I don't know about you. I mean, I don't know where you get your crack, but. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy on the corner. And, uh, I, I, I don't got a suck dick for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're lining up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best episode ever. Oh, my God. So um, I, I think that's uh, really it for podcast uh, equipment. Like I used to have the desktop and the laptop. Now it's just yeah. um, my desk itself is a fold up desk. Mm. Um, I never my, fold it up. I have well, all sorts of cable management attached to it to hide my uh, wires. My desk, uh, in keeping with the theming of the uh, background I've got going, is a ratty old press board desk that I've had for about 20 years. You know, I pictured you as the door laying on top of two file cabinets <laughs> i'm not gonna lie there was a there was a time in my life when it was a sheet of plywood on two belt grates <laughs> that's great that, you know it's a good desk it's a good desk it works it gets the job done i mean it i've, look I've pretty, seen but... people who podcast with sawhorses with 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 um plywood oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know people who set up their computers in the garage will often do that yeah cheap we don't have desk, but... we don't have ventilate good ventilation in there would, that I mean, would if, die i mean if you want to get really really fancy uh I've seen pictures online of a guy who uh, in his garage literally mounted his computer hardware inside of the garage refrigerator he had and just had a monitor on the wall and we come in and turn it on. And <laughs> So on the theme of, you know, just talking about the technology we use. Oh, oh, headsets. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is fancy, actually. Minus the Sony, apparently. <laughs> this is fancy, actually. These are Sony's, oh. but these are like high end studio headsets. Oh. Okay. Like I, I, I invested. Mm. I, I, I don't remember when I got them. I think I got them when I got the Yeti. Okay, neat. Um, this is a headset I bought off Amazon. Uh, when it came, it only it was actually made for a phone. It's a headset that the the an earphone connector had the integrated mic in it, like a like a cell phone connector. So I had to buy a splitter so that I could plug it into my computer. Neat. <laughs> I have really cheap Sony headphones that were like twelve dollars that i use on so i don't have to walk back in here and grab my headphones to mm. use headphones on the other computer mm. well i am apparently where head 
headphones go to die because I've gone through probably 10 or 12 sets of headphones. In the... you, you can see my heavy duty coiled cable. Oh, that's and... good. It's yeah. nice. I've got mine now of just where I it's out on top of the desk. I don't let it drag on the floor to get kicked around and destroyed. So I'm actually going to kill listeners' time and I'm going to bring up my Amazon orders. I'm not going to screen share or anything, but I'm going to bring up my Amazon orders so I can share like model numbers and stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. Because actually being able to tell people what the technology is probably a good idea. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. So um, let's let's put my password in. Nice to not have screen sharing turned on for this. Because, you know, I'd accidentally click show password. I use a password manager, so I don't even know what my password is. I have to look, I'd have to look it up. <laughs> um, and then we'll go into search orders and type headphones. They are, um, so the nice ones I have are Sony MDR 7506 professional large diaphragm headphones. <sighs> and okay. if you want to get yourself a pair, they're down to $100. That bugs me so much. They were not that when I bought them. They were a lot more expensive than that. But you can get nice studio quality headphones for a hundred bucks now. Oh, Eric is messaging me. I mean, she it, it might be late, but she's definitely welcome to join. Oh, I don't know what she's saying. Oh, never mind then. I actually might have been an old message because my screen hadn't been refreshed since I used ah, this laptop. Fair enough. Um, oh, so apparently I at, didn't buy them on Amazon. I must have bought them on Newegg. And the cheap <laughs> headphones yeah. um, are um, Sony ZX series wired on-air headphones. Nice. And quality-wise, they're fine. I mean, these, what I like about them is they're 100% neutral. They don't amplify any treble, any bass, or anything. For so, for so for recording, they're fantastic. Okay. They're um you hear the sound, you don't hear into the sound, you don't get everything. It's right. they're not like they're not like audio headphones that are trying to give you an experience. They're just there to let you hear. Um, I'm glad I brought this up because I it it brought up some other podcast gear that I forgot to share. I bought a little clamp-on hanger for these headphones so I can just hang them on the side of the desk. Nice. Um, and then as far as headphones go, for music, I have two things I use. I use um, Air by Aftershocks bone conductivity headphones. Okay. And because I like to ride a bike and jog and stuff like that, and they don't cover your ears up, so I don't risk my life. That is the, the, the number one reason. And then the other headphones I use, and I call these my winter headphones, is my Cohen E7 Active Noise Canceling Bluetooth Deep Bass Wireless Headphones. Mm. Um, they're cheap noise canceling headphones, and they're cover the ear headphones. I wear them in the winter when I go walking when it's snowing because they they are basically earmuffs that play music. No, oh, it's good. I dig it. That's that's awesome. Let's see, ah, Newegg, where I buy most of my computer stuff. <laughs> trying to find stuff. I'm trying to find these headphones because you got me interested in what they are now. Uh, uh, oh, I'm looking at my Amazon orders and I'm like, wow, I've ordered a lot of headphones over the years. Uh, wow, this goes back to 2011. What the hell did I order in 2011? <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's when I got my i5. Okay, yeah. So in 2011, I bought an uh, Intel Core i5 Sandy Bridge quad core, <laughs> and a gigabyte uh, LGA motherboard to go with it, and some RAM. God, that was 400 bucks back in the day. That was a lot of money back then. I mean, it's a lot of money now, but it's not as yeah. You know what I mean? Let's see. Uh, gigabyte motherboards given right. motherboards to nerds with budgets since 1999. Oh man. Oh man. It was so good. I, I always told everybody, it's like, if you ask me what board I'm going to recommend, I'll recommend an Asus. But if you ask mm-hmm. me what one you're going to actually going to buy, you're going to get a gigabyte. <laughs> Probably. I, I have never had a problem with gigabyte quality. So I've, I've never gotten a bad board from them. I've never I, had any real issues with anything I've gotten from them. I, I have a question for you about hard drives. Yeah. I've gotten yeah. into, to hard drive arguments with people. Okay. Um, I've talked to people who are like, Western Digital sucks. Seagate sucks. I only get this brand. Okay. I think they all have potential for failure and there's none that are really better than any others because I've Unfor- always... Unfortunately, uh, when it comes to straight disk drives, uh, there's a potential for failure with any product yeah. whatsoever. There's no such thing as a disk drive with no potential for failure. Um, that is the problem with a disk drive. There are a lot of moving parts inside. Stuff is going to wear out eventually. It's not going to work forever. And, um, and even SSDs fail. Oh, they, yeah. they don't last forever. You can only rewrite data so many times before the 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 retention surfaces don't uh, don't function very well anymore. And it's I mean, yeah, you get to use it a lot, but you are going to have to replace them at some point. So that being said, do you have a favorite hard drive manufacturer? I actually like uh, Western Digital and Seagate. If you go for their higher end drives, they tend to be a little bit more uh, heavily engineered. If that makes sense, they're they're made a little bit better. Um, they don't use a lot of the some of the the cheap drives and stuff you can get from them. All, the hardware sometimes can be problematic. Uh, I, they use cheap materials, and, and I like and, Western Digital um, for professional purposes because they come yeah. with free cloning software. Yeah, no, Western Digital is actually a really decent company. Um, I understand some people don't like them because they've had issues with them, but it doesn't matter where you buy your hard drive from. Eventually, it's going to fail. I think everybody fast. hates the first thing they ever get because everything dies so yeah. they hate the thing they got because it yeah. died they, they think they never think it's gonna die and then what it does like, oh crap well i'm never buying them again i've and- gotten into arguments with uh, milton um erica's dad mm-hmm. because he's a he's a seagate fan and thinks everything else sucks and he then no i've never had a problem with seagate and it's like i've had mm. seagates fail on me yeah um but it happens when, yeah and i'm the same way with computer brands it's like they're all awful and they're all great just buy the thing that you can afford if you're going to buy a computer out of the box pretty much yeah um especially if you're buying one out of the box the key thing there is to know your price know how much you you want to spend and then find something that'll do what you want it to do the best for that amount of money <laughs> i've had dells i've had hps i've had i don't like dells but that's just my bias because i had a laptop of theirs that died and i couldn't fix it yeah it's it's exactly that it's everybody hates the thing that they had die yeah. um i've had i've had hp compacts i've had compacts well, part of my other Dell bias is I've had uh, desktops from them as well. And unfortunately, 
I don't like the I don't like the cheap ass components they use to build their computers. So have you ever had a gateway? Uh way back in the day, yeah. Did it come in the cow box? Uh it did come in the cow box. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those uh, that had the stickers on it that says uh millennium proof because uh they were worried about Y2K. <laughs> um I I mean, you know, we're we're talking if you're if you're listening to this looking for like advice on buying computers, uh, we're please, basic- e- please email us. Um, yeah, I would because be more we're than happy to answer your questions. Our but- perspective. <laughs> and we're saying things like, oh, Intel's great, AMD's great. We're not including some of the stuff that we're assuming the other person knows. So like we're not saying don't buy a seller on. We're yeah, not no, saying that no, because no, um- we're both assuming that we know that. <laughs> So don't use us for advice. Uh, well done, sir. Well, well, well done. I, I realized that all of a sudden, I'm like, we're, we we automatically figured out that we were both on the same page on certain things and didn't mention them. <laughs> we're not talking from a common consumer perspective. We're no. talking from a really nerdy perspective. I I mean, I'll buy Celerons for work. Celerons are fine for if you're not doing intensive things, but the second you try and chug on a Celeron, it's going to heat up a lot and it's going to slow it's going to go slow <laughs> yeah um i like i don't have a use for a chromebook no but if all you're doing is internet and you are good with google office if all you're doing is facebook youtube and you know twitter watching stuff on twitch then yeah no your chromebook you can do. run a business off of a chromebook mm-hmm. but you have to be okay with google office yeah and I think Google Office is fantastic. It has a bit of a learning curve if you're more familiar with Microsoft or some other a little platform. Bit, but... I mean, you're if your old work did Lotus Notes, you're in for a wake-up call when you're using other things. Um, my first spreadsheet program was Quattro Pro. Damn. Corel Quattro Pro. Mm-hmm. I learned on that before Excel. I learned on the original Excel. And my first word processor was WordPerfect 4 on DOS. Yeah, I think I had the same one, WordPerfect 4. They taught us how to type in second grade with Mavis Beacon on Apple IIs. <laughs> my first <laughs> typing program was a teacher yelling out FFGG while using a Electrolux keyboard. Okay. Yeah, I I, I didn't. Um, I, I and for those of you who are, who actually know like older technology, I made that up. So if Electrolux <laughs> doesn't make keyboards, which is why I immediately went, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't remember what the model of keyboards we used in middle school were. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, nerdy thing. Um, tangent. You we know? went to the Pop Culture Museum in Seattle. Oh, nice. That should probably have been the first thing I said. Yeah. So do you feel old as fuck now? We got to look at Isaac Asimov's um, typewriter. Nice. Yeah. I'm surprised the guys from Warehouse 13 haven't come to scoop that up. Yet. <laughs> Um, we, um, there were a bunch of cool things. That was one that really popped into my head. They had, um, a lot of the official artwork that was done for Diablo three. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I think my favorite part was the horror movie section because there was a lot of props from horror movies. That makes sense. Yeah. But we, yeah, we went to the pop culture museum. That's right next to the space needle. We didn't go up to the top of the space needle or go on the Ferris wheel. Okay. Okay. Back to the topic. But yeah, we went to the pop culture museum. Um, That's awesome. So um, I'm. I have. Um, I have a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse. 
mine are both wired yeah i I, I used to be wired only and then work got me liking wireless well fair enough i just like i don't i don't i just like i don't have to deal with batteries accessory wise i have my laptop on a stand and that's mostly for camera position i've got a 5.1 surround system with a subwoofer behind my monitor Ooh, you're not a put the subwoofer behind you person no well i can't currently in my current setup but yeah no, fine. all that engineering equipment is in the way yeah yeah <laughs> totally no i actually have the woofer pretty much off because uh my my dad gets upset if uh the walls start to shake yeah <laughs> we have like in our in our living room we have ours behind the couch nice no that's a good place for it and if i were doing a setup something more than a desk in my bedroom yeah i would totally uh I mean, uh, in engineering bay of uh, this 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 starship. I'm totally not piloting right now. I'm not entirely sure where the woofer is in my car. In my Mazda, it was under the spare tire. Oh, okay. But I'm not entirely sure where the new car. Did I tell you we got a new car? No. Yeah, we traded in the Mazda three. Nice. What'd you yeah. get? Uh, 2018 Honda CRV. Oh, very. I love the CRVs. Those with nice. six thousand miles on it. Very cool. Um, I had we- a ni- I had a 99 one, the old boxy one, before they went to the new body type that you got. We asked them, how is that possible? Because we didn't believe it. We, we wanted to see all the records. We didn't want to just see the odometer. We were like 6,000 miles on it in 2018. That sounds crazy. And they said, well, an elderly couple owned it and they barely yeah. drove it. And I went, you just told me the story from the Beach Boys song. It's a little old lady from Pasadena. Yeah. That can't be real. And they showed us the paperwork. Yeah, I believe it. Um, when I got my Toyota from my grandfather after he passed, uh, five or six years ago now uh don't don't at me i know i'm terrible i can't remember how long it's been uh, <laughs> uh when i got the toyota from there it was an 05 but it only had thirty six thousand miles <laughs> wow so, yeah i got it was like 10 years old already and it only had thirty six thousand miles on it hey have, uh, well when i took it plan... to the d when i took it to the dmv out here to get it registered in california the the, the the guy from the DMV that came out to do the inspection looked at me and went, wait, really? And I had to tell him the story. And they went, oh, okay. My <laughs> Mazda 3 had 156,000 miles on it. Nice. And it had it, it had been in two accidents. Mm. One where the entire front end was reconstructed. And um, two where the paint was scratched. Mm. Okay. The cars touched. They touched. They didn't like hit each other. They just touched each other. Gotcha. Um, and I got 1,500 for which I was happy because I took it to another dealer who was like, would only give me seven. So I was really happy. Um, Not bad. Our plan is to, so we have the, we have the, the Honda CRV and we have Heather's Chrysler 200 that we both hate. And why did problem, you get rid of the Mazda? Why didn't you get rid of the Chrysler? Because the Mazda, Mazda had 156,000 miles on it. And the Chrysler only has like 50. Mm, fair enough. Um, and then 50,000, not 50 miles, but still. Um, I knew what you meant. Yeah. The um, What we're going to do is we're going to do a straight trade on the Chrysler in about a year when we have a little bit more cash saved up. And then we'll okay. just we'll just do a straight cash trade and go paid off car to paid off car 
And we'll probably get a Mazda 3 because I like it and Heather liked it. And it's an, it's a fun drive and fun drives are great. Or we'll get a pickup, but I it needs to be a pickup I can commute in. So it needs to be a pickup with decent gas mileage, which tends gotcha. to get a little bit more expensive. Gotcha. And we don't, we don't we're, we're not made of money. We're just good at budgeting. Yeah. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Um, uh. as it was it was kind of cool because um, we, we had called, I had called Mikey's wife, Katie for advice on getting a car because, you know, they have 20,000 children and um, we were looking for a car that was good for the dogs. And I was like, well, if the car can transport five kids, it can transport two dogs just as well. And she gave us a list of cars and we had a list. We were already looking at it and she gave us all the cars that were already on our list, plus the Honda CRV. Mm. And we didn't think we could afford a Honda CRV, but we lucked out and found this one that we could totally afford. I really like the CRV. It's it's amazing. It's also the highest trim. It's a touring and it's got heated seats and nice. um, remote startup and automated I love mine because of all the ro- all the ground clearance. I could I didn't yeah. have to worry about speed bumps and shit. <laughs> you can you can wave your foot under the bumper and the trunk will open. That's neat. You can um what were some of the other cool stuff? It you can um you can turn cruise control on on the freeway and take your hands off the wheel and your feet off the pedals. Oh, it's got the assisted. Nice. Uh-huh. Um, it yells at you when you do that, though. It mm. uh, alarms go off and it says steering required, and you go okay. <laughs> it does not like it when you do that. Right. It's not a self-driving car. Right. Um, For that, you need a Tesla. Yes. And even then, they they don't want you to do that. They they're not ready to just let you take a nap. Read, read the paper. <laughs> it has a feature that can tell when you're falling asleep. It has an alarm that goes off. It has the... Th- I, I think a lot of newer cars have this now where it can tell you if someone's in the lane you're going to change into. Some of them do. For a lot of cars, it's still a feature you have to request. Um, a little light in the mirror turns on anytime there's a car within the zone. Oh, neat. Even yeah, if uh, you're it not watches your, It watches your blind spots. For yeah. You. That's awesome. Um, it has the whole camera behind, and I fully plan on getting an action figure to stick in front of that camera. Um <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, man. I'm oh. thinking maybe my um, Rune Giant Mini would be a fun one. Just yeah, she's backing or or a dragon. Mm. I, I love my I love my backup camera in my car. That thing's awesome. Um, I'm so spoiled now. I'm so spoiled. Man. It's it's pretty great. I've never had one before. The the new Kia I've got. It's the the first car I've had that's had one. It's great. What is it? A Soul? No, uh, I bought I I bought my uncle's uh, Kia Optima. Oh, okay. I think Optima was one of the cars we were looking at. Yeah, it's a 2019 uh, Optima. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and it's uh, the, the 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 GTI. It's got a lot. It doesn't have the sunroof, but it's got a lot of nice things. I I when we got it the when we got the car and they told us about the remote startup. We immediately thought, oh, that's really great for the winter, but it's really great for the summer too. Oh yeah, start it up, get the AC going. It and it has a trillion other features that we haven't figured out yet. Read the um, manual. I have it. It it came with the car for good. Read it. It's it also, no, 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 Brian, it, Brian, read the manual seriously. It also came with all of the previous owners' paperwork. 
Awesome. That's good. That's good to have. No, I'm sure that's good to have. Like the registration and stuff. What do you use it for? It's nice to have the history of the car. That way, if you're trying to resell it later, you go, and I've got all the stuff from the guy I bought it from. That oh, way, that's you know, good. It's, yeah, it's... Having a history report that long is usually looked at as a good thing on the secondary market for a vehicle because that you know, way you can you know know where it's been. I'm kind of glad I didn't throw an outline together for this episode because <laughs> I probably wouldn't have thought to talk about cars when talking about technology. Oh yeah, no cars are. I I am where old cars go to die. I have had a lot of them in the the 15 years or so I've been driving now. What was <laughs> your first car? My very first car was a 1989 Honda Civic wagon hatchback. We're close. My was, very first it was baby, car. It was baby blue. <laughs> my ver, very first car was a sil an eighty seven silver Honda CRX. Oh, two seaters. Okay. And okay. all of my friends got to ride in the back once at some point. <laughs> uh, um, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine was the family car that they didn't need anymore because my dad bought a used CRV salvage title from his buddy that owns a body shop that fixed it up and made it nice for him. It was the front end of one that was crashed in the rear and the back end of one that was crashed in the front. Oh my God. <laughs> it was great. Um, it was a wonderful car. The problem was it was a salvage title, so it wasn't worth it. Anymore. Um, so I, I drove that Honda around until I got into a wreck and it got, I was going through a green light and some asshole turned left right in front of me and then tried to claim that I ran a red and he had a green, a green turn arrow. I went to the intersection, took a picture of the fact that there was no turn arrow and they immediately withdrew their, their claim <laughs> <laughs> that went that went away. <laughs> I was not at fault. <laughs> Mine was a hand-me-down too. My my CRX. Well, no, it wasn't a hand-me-down. My parents bought it for me. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, they had a friend who souped it up mm. and they bought it from him. Okay, very cool. And but yeah, so um so when my dad bought that CRV and then I got I got the car that, that he used to drive, which was that that Honda. And then I drove that thing around till that wrecked. And then my grandfather, uh, my grandfather had a pickup truck forever. Uh, it was a 87 Ford Ranger stick shift. No, air I've driven an 87 Ford Ranger before. Yeah. Stick shift, no air conditioning, windows rolled down by hand, had an AM FM radio. That was it. Uh, it didn't even have a tape deck. Question. And, yeah. Did you have to sandbag it? What do you mean? Did you have to put sandbags in the bed? Uh, no, I didn't have to, but I did because it helped. I, I didn't put sandbags. I put uh, large ammo cans and added some weight. So I had okay. some secure storage and some, some weight in the back because it made it a lot. It was a completely different animal when there was a load in the back. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. The clutch on that thing was so touchy when it was empty. But as soon as you put a load in the back, it was real nice and forgiving. So my brother had a, a Ranger, same year, mm -hmm. and um, he would let me drive it. And I didn't know that how light it was in the back oh man and the first few times i drove it i would make a left turn and just fishtail tokyo oh, drift style oh uh, i i hit an i hit a freeway off ramp going a little too fast <laughs> once and kicked the back end out on accident and scared the shit out of me <laughs> Oh man, that thing was fun. I love that truck. So, then, so uh, you had the you had the um the Civic first, then the I had the Civic. The Civic got totaled. So then I, I graduated to uh, this truck. My so my grandfather had this truck, and growing up as a kid, he promised me on my 18th birthday if he still had it, it was mine. So about when I was 19 or so, when the Honda got totaled, I said, "Hey, Grandpa, I need uh, you, your truck still available." He said, "Yeah." So he gave he gave me his truck. 
like he promised he'd do all those years ago. And it was awesome. I had that thing for like two years. And then I, uh, my, uh, my great aunt uh, was no longer able to drive and was selling her 93 Oldsmobile. And I went over and bought it from her for an obscenely cheap price because we're family <laughs> and started driving her 93 Oldsmobile instead. Ended up selling the truck to a scrapyard. Because it wasn't worth, it was old. It, w- it wasn't worth much. It, it had uh, some body damage in a couple places. Ninety three Oldsmobile doesn't sound like a fun car. It wasn't. It was a Cutlass Supreme. Um, so it didn't look. It wasn't the the. It wasn't the 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 driving boat that the the Cutlass was before. But it's still a big car. And it, the radiator ended up getting cracked on it, and I sold it to so I sold it to a junkyard again when I got a car, the car that replaced it, which was a 1981 Mercedes 300 SD. So that sounds like a fun car. <laughs> okay, when it was built in 1981, it was a forty thousand dollar luxury car. Uh, Thirty one years later, when I bought it. <laughs> Uh, nothing in it worked anymore (laughs) uh all of the door locks were done with vacuum tubes that the tubing had rotted had to be replaced uh i had to rewire most of the switches because nothing worked um i ended up at some point i ended up having to replace the entire front half of the engine just different parts would break one after the something would break i'd fix it something else would break i'd fix it it was like every other day i had the hood up in the driveway it was terrible but you learn to become a pretty decent diesel mechanic (laughs) (laughs) but uh i had originally bought the car because a friend of mine uh named daniel uh had a company that he started called soy car which we would convert diesel vehicles to run on vegetable oil, which could be collected from restaurants for free. Uh, and if you convert the car, you don't have to do anything to the oil. You can just strain it to get any particulate out and pour it straight into the gas tank. Yeah. Uh, well, there's two ways to do it. Uh, you can you can add stuff to the oil, which is how they make biodiesel, or you can. Uh, what we did is we would we would uh, we would add things to the car. We had a a secondary fuel pump to the hard line to the uh the fuel line we would add uh electronic heaters to the hard lines to uh increase the viscosity of the oil and then uh and that would allow you to just pump straight vegetable oil into the tank so and just we were imagine waiting at a party for you to show up and then be like do you smell thai food oh man <laughs> it was great well we had a customer um i was helping him out with his business for a while at the time and uh, we had one customer that we did this to their car for them that was part of the service we bought all the parts we did the conversion for him and in exchange he would hook us up with free oil because he had two 50 gallon drums in his garage and we would go around once a week to local businesses and pick up their used oil because they have to get rid of it we might as well take it from them for free instead of them having to pay a company to come get it <laughs> and then we go filter it and let it sit in his house and whenever we needed a fill up we just drive over to his house and we'd fill up oh that's cool that's a yeah. neat story that oh, was great and How then uh, you have that car I had that car for a year and a half. We were going to convert it, but unfortunately, I kept having mechanical issues that stopped us from being able to convert it. Oh, it was bad. Um, the worst that happened to me was I was going down the freeway. If you've ever been to the greater Los Angeles area, there's a, a city called San Pedro, which is right on the ocean next to 
the port of Los Angeles. Yeah, it's where the Air Force Base is. Or, yeah, or where it was. Yeah, there's a there's a bridge called the Vincent Thomas Bridge, which is the big green suspension bridge that go, links to Terminal Island, which is where all the shipping traffic is. And then the other side is the Gerald Desmond Bridge, which they just closed. They're going to demolish soon because they just built a new one. That bridge is nice. Um, but anyways, back to my story. I was in this. I was in my Mercedes, and I was on my way to work. I was a security guard. I worked in downtown Long Beach at the time. So I was going off the 110 freeway south onto the 47, which is over the bridge, Vincent Thomas. And as I hit the bottom of the uh, the interchange, um, my car bounced and I heard something snap. And then suddenly I had no throttle control. I was pressing the pedal and nothing was happening. What had happened was a piece of my throttle linkage had snapped. Oh, no. <laughs> So I'm coasting going about 70 or so, and I get almost to the top of the bridge when it stops. Oh, no. So I'm blocking traffic because I'm in the I'm blocking the right lane of a two lane bridge. On, there's two lanes on each side. Oh, so no. traffic was backed up for my I was on the news that night. <laughs> They talked about me on the news that night. (sighs) Um, Yeah, traffic was backed up for miles. So I'm sitting there waiting for AAA to come because I got a tow truck coming. Um, And a CHP finally gets behind me and and comes up, gets down, walks over and goes, uh, yeah, so you can't push this, right? I go, no, it's a diesel. It weighs like two tons without me in it. And the the officer looks at me and goes, all right, just hold on. I'm going to push you. And gets into their car and pushes me over the crest of the hill with their cruiser. I coast down the other side and get off the road. Because <laughs> I was blocking the bridge. They needed yeah. to me. <laughs> that was great. Oh, that was the scariest like 45 seconds of my life. <laughs> I want to find the news report. Oh yeah, they. I I know for a fact they talked about me on KNX because I was listening to. It. <laughs> yeah, we got a vehicle stuck on the Vincent Thomas Bridge, backed up traffic into the South One uh, One Ten for about six miles. Oh my God! <laughs> like oh man. <laughs> Needless to say, I was late to work that day. Uh, <laughs> How long ago was this? Oh God, that was. 2010 oh that's funny yeah that was a long time ago <laughs> so i have a breakdown story it's not as dramatic but it's pretty fun okay so um a friend of mine and i went clubbing and we were driving back at one in the morning and we were coming back over lamb canyon popping back into the valley where Hemet is okay and there's this spot where you're coming down the hill through the pass and we got onto the egg to the exit to get onto um the 74 oh no the 79 okay and there was a loud pop and a snap oh no and i thought so i knew that i was up to get a new timing belt Mm, mm. and i thought i was screwed this has happened to me before i I know what you're saying yeah it isn't what happened oh you're lucky I heard the loud pop and the snap. So I, and the car loses power. Mm. So I let it die, pull over to the side, call AAA, and I'm trying to open the hood and I can't. Oh. So I call AAA, they bring it out to my mechanic. Who's there at one in the morning? Mm. He's at his shop. Interesting. He slept there that night. Lucky, I, lucky for you. I really got the full story about what was up with that dude, but he would often be there at weird hours. Um, he had his own shop. He worked alone and it, 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 he has whole stories too, because like he ran a computer repair business out of his mechanic shop. So his entire shop was filled with cars and computers. That's funny. Uh, It it looked like, like somebody you would visit in Shadowrun. It was really, yeah. Okay. Um, so we dropped the car off. He's like, oh, hey, yeah, I'll open the gate for you. Great. 
um, bring it in. I get a call around nine in the morning and he goes five bucks. And I went, what? He goes five bucks. It's fixed. I went, what the fuck? He, I go, what did you fix? He goes, I'll tell you when you get here. So I show up and he goes, so this is what happened. You were driving down the ramp and the cord that holds your trunk closed snapped and it ripped a park. It ripped a spark plug out. <laughs> so I put a new spark plug in it. It's five bucks. <laughs> that was the reason why I always went to him. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He goes, uh, I he goes, I jury rigged your trunk so it'll work now. I used cardboard to get it to work. And I'm like, how did you do that? He's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and it worked. I mean, you pulled the thing and the trunk opened. I don't know how he did it, but he did that's, something with cardboard that made it work. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I had friends who hate I, I had a friend who hated him because he go because they took their car to him to fix it. And he goes, I bang the fan with a hammer and it works now. It'd be $30. And they were like, I'm not paying you to bang it with a hammer. I'm paying you to fix it. He's like, I did fix it. I banged it with a hammer. <laughs> and they were mad at him. They they ne- they would never go to him again after that. And I'm like, dude, Why he was only charging that's you amazing. 30 bucks. That's amazing. Oh, yes. I, there are other mechanics that would, lo- most mechanics who did percussive repair will lie to you yeah. and tell you that they replaced something and charge you 500 dollars he told you the truth that's what all mechanics do you're an idiot <laughs> seriously wait you only charge me 30 bucks shut up and take my money yeah You'd probably give him 50 anyway to say thanks <laughs> yeah that was that was the crx i i drove that car until the clutch failed oh, okay and then i even i had a friend who worked an auto parts store at the time so i bought a clutch and a clutch cable and i never fixed it and then uh. when i was getting ready to move to um oregon i sold it and at that time i had two crx's that i inherited i had wow. the 87 and i had 91 Ooh. and i sold them both and i was driving a um gmc sierra and i junked those that, are vastly and different cars and i inherited the mazda 3 but i the, the the gmc sierra was my car for years that was what i drove around okay, okay. i did oh. a lot of mountain biking so it was great to just throw the mountain bike it had a rhino liner so i could just chuck the mountain bike in the back okay. yeah I, I went from that mercedes which i have owned a mercedes i can tell people i have owned a mercedes Benz. i you know even the crappy ones they're good cars my my it was very well engineered them. it just Oh God, that car needs so much fucking work. <laughs> like I went for eight months with the sunroof two thirds open because the motor had frozen when I was trying to shut it once. So whenever it would rain, I'd have to run out to my trunk, open up the trunk, throw the tarp I had to keep in the back over the car and strap it down so the tarp wouldn't fly away. <laughs> Uh, the back window got stuck down because the motor died. I didn't, I didn't oh, have no. the money to replace it. So yeah, I that's had to, a $200 repair. I know. So what I did is I just used uh, two or three rolls of clear packing tape and made a window out of packing tape. <laughs> you were that dude. You oh, see yeah. that dude all the time. Oh, hey, it works. Don't knock it until you've had to do it. It works. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> Um, Erica's car got a break in once and she had packing tape on her window for a while. Mm. I think insurance got it though. Probably possibly. I don't know. Well, for a while there, what I did is, uh, 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 this was this was back when Obama was running. So yeah, it was 2011, 2012. Uh, I had uh, I had 
cut the uh, cut the packing tape out and I used in uh, one of the Obama uh, signs. Tape that in for the window. Oh, that's <laughs> smart. <laughs> that was good. What did you have after the Mercedes? After the Mercedes, my dad bought a new uh, Acura and sold me his uh, CRV. So I, I then I then bought his CRV that he had bought years ago. And bought Jesus. <laughs> he had bought years ago. And uh, what year was that again? That was a ninety nine. So I went from a eight. I went from an eighty nine to an eighty seven to a uh, to uh, an eighty one to a ninety three. <laughs> oh, they they looked very different. Yeah, there was the last year they did the boxy look, which I actually like. That yeah, thing, they, that thing was a go kart. You know, it when was, I first saw the picture, it looked like a Toyota. Yeah. It looks like a Forerunner. Well, it they they look almost exactly like a Forerunner. Um, that was the that was the thing though. That was the, the, they, the Forerunner and that were made to look like the Land Rover of time because they kind of look like the they, they look like smaller versions of the Land Rover that was available at that time, which was the luxury car from for some reason. Now it seems like everybody just copies Cadillac. Yeah. But um, yes, it was a '99, and then uh, after that, I got I started. I bought my I got the Toyota from my grandfather. For that was a that was an '05, and now I've got a '90 uh, '99. So or, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm 2019. So I'm slowly moving up towards getting a new car at some point. But <laughs> you know, I'm I'm okay with never having a new car. I think you can pretty much call the car we bought new, though. Yeah, I mean it's 2018, but it only has 6,000 miles on it. It's basically a fleet car. It's just a few years old. Um. All right, so on I, I just keep the topic on cars. My favorite car gadget that I have always had one, I actually have had the same one for years, is a power inverter that sits in the cup holder so you can plug AC stuff into it. Nice. Well, that's good. Um, and I have the one I bought from ThinkGeek years ago that's still chugging away. I need to get a new one eventually because the fan in it is really loud. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And I plug it in and my friends go, what the hell is that sound? <laughs> Distractingly loud. Uh, the best one I had uh, when I was in the Toyota, uh, the pro- it had a CD player, but it didn't have an auxiliary port because it was an 05. Those weren't really a thing yet. So it didn't have an auxiliary port. So in able to hook my phone into it, I had to buy a Bluetooth uh, FM transmitter that I could plug into the cigarette lighter or the, the, the power port underneath the dashboard. So I had a I had a, a plug going into my dashboard with a cord I'd connect into my phone to charge the phone. And then it would Bluetooth to my phone and then it would send an FM signal to the stereo. So I had to find an FM station that wasn't being broadcast on and I could listen to music and stuff on my off my phone. I had the tape deck converter. Oh, I used to have those too. Yeah. Tape and deck, I tape deck converter. I think everybody in. had that. You take the <laughs> tape deck converter and plug it into the disc man or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I never had a car with an eight track player. My parents did. I remember when I was a kid, but actually I think my grandmother did, but my parents always had um, cassette. The worst car, the car that I hated more than any other car was my mom's 84 Escort. And I hated it for a weird reason. Why? So a um it was a really really hot day and she had gotten a vanilla air freshener and the vanilla air freshener sat in the car for a whole weekend on a really really hot day and the car smelled like that forever so mission accomplished so you sit in the car and you immediately feel like you have to throw up because it smelled like puke <laughs> ah, i see it it wasn't good it was good i hated that car forever it had nothing to do with the car, but I'll never ride an Escort again because smell is the big, strongest memory 
memory and I, I can smell vanilla every time I sit in one. <laughs> uh, that might also explain your aversion to vanilla things. I like vanilla. I like vanilla ice cream. It's my favorite flavor. I'm a very boring ice cream person. I really like vanilla, especially if it has a little, the little bean chunks in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Vanilla milkshakes are better than chocolate. I agree. I think most people do, even people who don't know that they do. They don't want to admit it to themselves. Best frozen drink, though, is an egg cream. Okay. Doesn't have eggs in it. I believe you. I, I'm going to look up the recipe, though. I will oh, tell God. you about an egg cream. No, no, it's good. It, if, if you, you want to hear about this, and then you'll you got to try one. If they sound like it sounds strange, but they're they're quite good. Um, three tablespoons of chocolate syrup in a quarter cup of milk in a 16 ounce glass. And then while beating vigorously with a fork, you add um, club soda till the okay. glass is almost full. Okay. It's delicious. It, okay. it, it's a New York thing. I believe it, you. It's especially good if you can get Fox's You Bet chocolate syrup or Bosco chocolate syrup, which are New York things. Okay, then. So, yeah. Yeah, there's my technology input for you, the the recipe to an egg cream. I gotcha. want one now. <laughs> Well, you're an adult. There's nothing stopping you. When I was a kid, we used to go to the soda jerk and get them. I know that's a real old-timey statement. We had to find one way back then. I mean, it's not wow. like they were common. I'm not that old. I mean, but you are old enough to to be able to say you've gone to a soda jerk. I'm sure they're still, there's a soda jerk in Milwaukee and Portland. I live in Hipster Central. Yeah. They're, they still exist. It was funny because the soda jerk in Milwaukee has um, items on their menu that they don't serve because they're poisonous but they left them on the menu because it's like historical gotcha because soda jerks used to have shit that was like stuff you can't drink well like original coke had cocaine in it i mean just so um back to technology um i'm i can't think of another topic um I as mean, far as technology we went over what we own <laughs> i i mean uh, oh yeah like gadgets we have a roomba nice yeah we hate that damn thing <laughs> <laughs> it gets stuck in inconvenient service places it runs out of battery right when heather's in a meeting at work and i gotta run in her office and grab it like yesterday um it yeah it it would probably better if we bought the light boundaries for it mm. But yeah, it, it it always manages to go and, and you'll hear it be like Roomba is stuck on cliff and it hit a vent. Oh, geez. That's funny. <laughs> um, we have uh, a smart house. Yeah. We bought. I don't, have, I don't have any of that. We bought an Internet gateway that connects to the garage door. Nice. Um, it's meant to be able to use it to open and close the garage door with their phone. We don't use it for that. We only used it so we can check to see if the garage door is closed when we leave. Smart. If the garage door was was open and we left and we checked, we would go back and close it. Because if you close a garage door with a phone, it turns off the safety feature and we don't ac ac accidentally want to kill someone. Fair enough. We don't have cameras, so we can't check to see if the door is clear. So I'm saying you should always, you should just, you know, start uh, start uh, going overboard and put, put a camera up. Uh, it, an alarm does go off if you close it with a phone. Like it sounds an alarm. It like makes a really loud noise. So, but yeah, we don't close it with the phone, but it, it's mainly just to soothe our nerves to be able to, because we were doing that. Did you close the garage door when we laugh so often? Got you. Um, uh, I think we've used the phone to open it, but we have openers in the car, so we don't really have to. Yeah, makes sense. Maybe, I mean, at some point we'll get a camera. Yeah, and I don't have I don't have any of that shit. <laughs> we have a camera on the front door. Um, it's a it's a Nest. Okay, and, and then we have the Nest thermostat. 
and we have Google Minis in every single room. Oh, so you like being listened to constantly. Okay. It, it's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm okay with it. Okay. Um, and then we have um, most of our lights are controlled by it. I don't have any Google. lights in here that are controlled by it, but I do have the, the mini in here. So, you know. Um, okay, Google. I, I oh, have headphones. Hear me. That's on. right. Yeah. <laughs> See, we do we do that. My my friend Eric uh, and his wife, Sabrina, their house is where I play uh, my one in-person D&D game. Or, okay, I have two in-person D&D games now, but the main in-person D&D game on Sundays, I play at their house. And they've got uh, they've got the Google the Google Drive or whatever the stupid thing is, uh, the dots or whatever. Yeah, all over their house as well. So half, so sometimes we'll be doing something, and the joke is is just random. Okay, Google, duh, tell them to go do something because it's funny. I got one for you. Mm. Do fart noises. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, That's good. Okay, Google, fart at me. Here, give me a fart. Um, Alexa, you can do some more fun stuff. We didn't do Alexa. We did Google because they were free with our phones. What kind of yeah. phone do you have? That's a good question. Oh, I have an old, uh, Samsung galaxy S eight plus. That's it's a good phone. I had three, one of those. It's about three years old, uh, almost four years old now. I love how it works just four hard. years old counts as old. Well, for cell phones, it is practically ancient. <laughs> we have Google Pixel 4s. Okay. We're not going to upgrade to 5G until they die. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty much in that boat. It's like, I could get a new phone, but why? The one I've got works just fine. Doesn't yeah, really yeah, you wait until it fine. dies. It, it would, there's no reason to upgrade anything that works. Yeah. Um, Erica sold us on something that we're going to get. It's way too expensive, but we, oh. we need to get it. Oh, it's a tell. robotic cat litter box. Oh, those are cool. I've seen those. They're $400. I believe it. It's so expensive, but you I can... ha- uh Sometimes, especially if they're stupid loud when they move, it'll scare the cat to the point of where they don't want to use it. We will have... Uh, she said it's quiet. She said that's okay. one of the things. It looks like a giant egg. Okay. Because and we have I know some cat. of the older ones that were so loud. That the we cat have a fat cat, so we'll have to get a ramp for it because you have uh, the, the cat has to kind of jump into it right um we but she sold this on it we're probably going to get one you can you can do it like an easy pay which we would really want to because we don't like to spend that much money all at right. once right no that's good that's especially good. that we, we just have a new car payment because we've both had paid off cars before we got this car yeah um yeah the we have a lot of cool stuff around the house i mean our a lot of our lights you can change the colors but why would you yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not one for gadgets like uh i don't even have a handheld gaming system currently the last one i bought was a psp <laughs> i don't either um yeah. when when they were here rusty had a switch and he was playing a shooter game called metro yeah that he said my, it was really fun my friend grant uh has a switch and he always he's always had he's always had a game boy or some some sort of handheld held system to I never have play. I never didn't grow up I that. had I had a Nintendo color back in a uh, uh, Game Boy color back in the day and I got it for Christmas and then we went to we went for New Year's to my grandma's house in Utah and I had the, I've had this thing for a total of 3 days uh, we go, we stop in Mesquite, Nevada to go uh, let mom and dad gamble for a bit while my sister and I go to play in the arcade. And during the four hours we were there, it got stolen from me. Oh, no. 
And I don't know whether it was just the fact that I wasn't all that thrilled about getting something else was just going to get stolen or what, but I've never just, I've never really felt the need to get a handheld system. My console systems are easy to list. When I was a kid, I had an Atari 2600. Yeah. And then I had an NES. Okay. Then I had the NES for years. Mm. And when I was in my 20s, Actually, no. I think I was 17 when I got it. I got an Atari 7800 Pro System. Nice. And all my friends loved it. And we would have basically play parties. And we would just play the the Atari. And then I never had another console since then. I've never had an Xbox, never had a PlayStation. Well, mine's relatively easy to list, too. Um, When I growing up as a kid, we had an Atari 2600. And then uh, my neighbors down the street, you've met both of my friends, Marianne or um, shit, Elena and um, my other my other friend Mitchell. You've met both of them. They were both guests on the show. Um, yeah, Mitchell had an NES. Uh, our other friend Carrie Ann down at the end of the street, they had an NES. And then Mitchell got a Super Nintendo. And then a bunch of years later, my grandma bought my sister and I a, a Sega a Sega system. So we had a Sega Genesis. And then um, we got a Nintendo sixty four. And then that's the last system I've owned since I bought a PS4 like three years ago. But I don't even, it's not even plugged in. I own a PS4, but yeah, it's not even plugged in. Yeah, right it's now. like when you game on PC, why do you have to game on console? Yeah. Honestly, the last thing I've done, the only thing I've done with that PS4 in the past like year and a half is taken it to Vegas with me to plug into the TVs in the room so I can watch Netflix and shit. I wanted to technology again when Erica's here. I really wanted her to be here for this one. It was unfortunate because we oh. went on our hike and they're, they're dead to the world. World. That's Actually, the nice. That's the nice thing about technology is we can do it more than once because there's always again. more. Yes. Um, that she's introduced me to so many cool gadgets because she used to work for Verizon and she got everything. Um, nice. She was the first person I knew that had Bluetooth speakers in every room. Oh, very. And cool. being able to just play music on your phone that plays through the whole house is just—it's a luxury. And yeah, I can see that. And I love being able to do that. I love being able to use the Google Homes for that. We mm. we have a few things that make it really convenient like we have some routines built in we have a good night routine that turns off all the lights and plays music we have some dog anxiety routines that we've made that you say the dog's name and it plays certain music that the dog we know the dog likes oh okay that's good that's actually a really good use for that yeah and it dims the lights yeah unfortunately i'm well i'm not one for i haven't really been listening to much music lately i've been more on a podcast spree but i found a true crime podcast that i actually enjoy a lot i've been Binging through their backlog. <laughs> I've been listening to Twit lately. Oh, okay. Which... I start. I started listening to a podcast called Red Handed. It's a true crime, it's a British true crime podcast, and the Ooh. hosts are both uh, very uh, amusing. They they go in depth yet have great comedic timing and their reaction. It's it's a lot of fun to listen to. And what was the name of it again? It's called Red Handed. Red Handed. I found them. On, I found them on Spotify. It's a great show. I'm enjoying it. I'm currently on like episode. I started at the beginning, which for them is episode three, and I'm on like 75. Now. <laughs> um, oh. they're about they're about an hour an hour long. Some are shorter, some are a little bit longer, but they're they're about an hour each. 
I have some technology to share. Oh. That is not what you would expect. Oh, really? So Erica got me this for my birthday this year. And I'm going to describe it. I'm going to hold it up for the patrons so they can see it on video. Oh, wow. I will that describe is, that is this awesome. fantastic leather bag. Oh, man. So that's your new GM bag, right? This is my... It has a Pathfinder core rulebook in it. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. I know you so well. It's great. <laughs> Um, so she had gotten me that and she said, you can use this for two things. You can use it to look professional at work or you could take it to cons. And I said, well, my doctor told me I'm not allowed to carry a shoulder bag anymore. So I'm using it for cons. Gotta love a briefcase. That's that's awesome. I was hurting my hip carrying mm-hmm. a shoulder bag. No, I get that. And I started to hurt mine uh, when I was uh, working for the courier service I used to work for because I had a shoulder bag on. Yep. After a while. Yeah. Well, it's not how he told me and how he told me is kind of hilarious. He goes, I don't know what's causing this hip pain because normally only women who carry purses get it. Get it. Huh. And I went, well, I carry a purse, so that might be why. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I spent, I spent six months of my life as a legal courier. Uh, I burned. I burned, thir- I put 30,000 miles on that CRV I owned in six months as a legal courier. It sounds like a really neat job. Was it it's as not, interesting as it sounds? Uh, it was, and it would have been a lot better. It would have been a lot more interesting, and I probably would have paid more attention had they been paying me more, but it was a minimum wage job oh. that paid bare, that paid 15 cents a mile. It was ridiculous. I was doing 100 plus miles a day just in my car, not to mention the three hours walking around like the five square miles of downtown LA. You know, for for a job that you have to drive in LA, you would think it would pay more. That's a criminal. You'd think. Luckily, minimum wage was like 10 bucks at the time, but still, it was not worth the money. I I didn't actually make any money in that job. I I was barely breaking even because of all the money I was having to put into my car. Criminal. I was, I was, it's, I, yeah. I mean, it, you should be getting hazard pay. They should have been paying us close uh, more than the, the the 35 cents a mile or whatever the fuck it ended up being they were paying. Because couriers, I mean, from what I understood, couriers normally get decent pay. They it depends I've heard on people bragging that they have a courier job. It depends on what you're couriering and who you work for. Some uh some courier companies work on a uh, on a basis, they don't pay you hourly, they pay you per job done. So the more you get done during the day, the more money you make. Uh, the one I worked for didn't. They paid hourly. So it's just that was one of the discrepancies. The other problem was, you know, minimum wage is damn hard to live on, let alone when you're having to buy a full tank of gas every other day. So <laughs> at an episode where we talk about technology, we have to talk about the science fiction technology that our podcast possesses. Yes, it is time for Tales from the Extramensional Portal, where we talk about the real technology that we actually have. I mean, yes. you know, patrons, you know, you, know, you keep saying it like media. that. People are going to start uh, start thinking that we don't have it. I just we're making know, it up. The something. patrons know. I mean, they can see it on video. I mean, you can see all this amazing technology. And, and I mean, you see like the I mean, those lights blinking behind you this entire time have not been hypnotizing or anything. I, I swear. I mean, they're I, the pterodactyl. Pterodactyl just flew out of the portal right behind my head. I mean, patrons, post on social media the cool stuff you have seen come out of the extramensional portal behind us. I mean, you're you're paying to see it on video, and there, you know, I mean, we can't afford CG, so you know it's real. 
I mean, Bigfoot's behind David right now doing doing who knows what You're on, not the, on the engineering equipment. I told you to go wait in the poker room. We're going to play <laughs> later. Jesus. I never get two minutes alone with these people, I swear. I, we're, not, we're not just doing a bit where we're pointing at imaginary things and joking that the patrons can see it. I mean, this is real, right? I, like I said, go in our social media, go on our Patreon and post your comments about the amazing things you've seen on this podcast, on the video, you know, get people to get Patreon memberships so they can, they can pay money to see the science fiction, you know, wondrous things on our video. (laughs) Sorry. I I died there for a minute. I, you know, it it is, sorry. I I know it can be overwhelming to see actual dinosaurs flying behind my head, but. Uh, Bigfoot Bigfoot wants to know when you're going to pay him that 15 bucks. You will. Yeah. I, I just asked him, hold on. I have to wait until I can get the proper conversion for his universe. No, he doesn't have it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I, you know, when we do, when we do another, um, when we do another convention, I will, I will spot you back. Okay. Uh, All right. So that's the end of that segment. Uh, so today we talked about technology. We spent an inordinate amount of time talking about the history of the cars we've owned. Yeah, uh, apparently this turned into car talk for a little yeah. while. <laughs> Sorry for people that uh, aren't a fan, but, you know, hey, cars are incredibly nerdy, whether you're into them or not. So <laughs> um, I um, yeah. So technology. Awesome. Uh, I have been Super Vegan Brian and I was joined by David the Yobald the Third. <laughs> and um, this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. Uh, bye, everybody. Brian, tell me off. All right. Bye.